This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Google profitability-movement to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. This is part two of the conversation that I'm having with Tom Piscatelli. And even in busy times of year, you still have to follow the process. Otherwise, you're a quote unquote salesperson and all you want to do is sell me something. So Tom and I talked during this session about, you know, making sure that you do the three steps and if you what happens if you skip them. So Tom, welcome back to Contractor Sense. Thank you, Ruth. Pleasure to be here as always. Yeah, I'd love, yeah, it's been a while, so it's it's time to have you back and doing this kind of stuff anyway. Um, so last time we just talked overview financing and taking care of and, and, and that type of thing. Let's this session get into the nitty gritty. Um, you had said that the process is basically sell yourself, sell the company, and then sell the system. So what happens if you skip any of those steps? Well, uh, the chances of you making the sale, at least on that call, diminish. And the higher risk is that you end up having yourself offer something that looks exactly like your competition. I, I use the terms bid, estimate, and quote derogatorily because they all conjure up the same thing in the consumer's mind. They all They all have to do something with price. And... Our industry seems to be stuck on that idea, the idea that uh, what we're selling is equipment. We're not selling equipment. We're selling a solution to the customer's problems. And so if you don't take that approach um, immediately with the customer, and then the probability of you making the sale and the average job selling price both go down. Yeah, it's like... You know, step one is sell yourself, correct? Yes, sell yourself. And then the next step, um, we don't sell the company until later. So let's say I'm in the home. I've greeted the customer. Um, we're establishing a little bit of rapport. What some comfort advisors are trained to do is go sit down at the kitchen table and ask the customer a lot of questions. Well, that can come across as an interrogation. I mean, it, <laughs> it can. Yeah. So the customer is not likely to open up because we have not established enough rapport yet. So it's much more effective to engage the customer in a discovery process by walking around the house. Start at the thermostat. You can ask a question about comfort. You can engage the customer in having the customer show you how to operate it. You might turn on the fan switch and listen for noise. And then the return air is right near there. So usually you can shine a flashlight into the return, spot some dust, maybe some dirt, maybe some restriction to airflow. Maybe the, you have a central return and the filter is there so you can look at it right then or you look at it later and restriction to airflow for any reason, inadequate ductwork, high static filter, uh, dirt on a blower, 
dirt on an evaporator coil, anything that restricts airflow impacts everything in the system. So if you start out by engaging the customer in the discovery of those problems, and then you explain what the what caused the problem and what the consequence of not fixing it is, then you have educated them and they feel like they're not being talked down to. They feel like they've been engaged and they, they're part of this discovery process. That to me is the fundamental part of the, the first third of a sales call at least. Yeah, and it works commercially too. I mean, I did it uh, many years ago. We were uh, working to do a commercial maintenance on a building in Kansas City, which was an old theater that they were renovating. And whoever put the equipment in didn't put the filtration back and there's plaster all over the place, right? So we're going up on the roof and I swear I shamed the property manager into the roof Then he'd never been up there. So he goes, you're not going up there. I said, sure hell so I am, excuse me for saying it that way, but that's exactly what I told him. And we all went up there and pulled the panels off the package unit and the coil was frozen. And I called him over and I said, this look great. And he goes, nope, that solved the whole thing. Yeah, right? just, yeah, of course. Well, there, there may have been a problem that caused the freezing of the coil, who knows? Oh, I know what it was. It was plaster in the system. Oh, the plaster did it. Yeah, it blocked the filter. It's just, sure enough. Yeah. Yep. It's a great example. So they ended up getting a maintenance contract on the whole building, but also getting paid to bring it up to maintainable standards, which was higher than the maintenance agreement for, for the for the um, for the equipment. But the fact that we just pulled them up there and showed it to them, it's just like it made all the difference in the world. That's right. And, you know, it's almost as good to sometimes take a video. It's not quite as good to take a picture. And as strange as it might sound, sometimes homeowners or building owners are suspicious that that picture might not be accurate. Or maybe I've even had one homeowner say, how do I know this picture was taken at my house? Well, you, you do something that is theirs that they can recognize. That's right. Yeah, you do that. And But the best is that you can get them engaged in the discovery of the problem, explain what caused it, explain the consequence of not taking care of it. And then they'll, they'll see you as a consultant or an advisor and not a salesperson. Except if they're 90 years old and can't climb up into their attic. <laughs> yeah. So, and you can also do that, I think, and then this is where it is, you know, I've, I've seen situations where you meet and greet the customer and the customer says, there's the unit, go take care of it. And then they go and they want to do something else and not pay attention and let you come back and quote unquote, sell them. Drives me crazy. Yeah. Well, that we coach that understanding of that type of customer by using behavior profiling the disc as, as you I know you're a student of that or an expert at it and so if a customer says you know just go take care of it then there's a way to respond to him or her um, without offending them and there's there's a plan b and the same with the other types of customer behaviors and that to me, is the sixth out of six um, 
strategies for creating the greatest sales success is learning how to sell appropriately to the customer's behavior style. Yeah, you've got to do it. Otherwise, you aren't going to win. You know, you'll, you'll get 25% because that 25-30% closing ratio because about 25 to 30% of the population is like you and people buy from who they like, right? <laughs> All right. We, um, before we take a break, give everybody your website again, please. Sellingtrust.com. Very good. Uh, I'm talking with Tom Piscatelli and we will be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Many times, relatives are recruited to do your company's books without knowing how to do the books. Or you hire a bookkeeper who really doesn't know bookkeeping. If this is you, then your books are probably inaccurate. You probably pay more taxes than you should, and you rarely look at a P&L and balance sheet because you know they are wrong. What do you do? Have your bookkeeper enroll in Ruth King's Contractor Bookkeeping Basics. After completing this online course, your bookkeeper will know bookkeeping. You'll get accurate financial statements that help you make good business financial decisions. To enroll, click on the link in the show notes or call us at 770-729-0258. Enroll today. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm talking with Tom Piscatelli and we're going through how to sell. Sell's not the right word. I, I really, I, I look at it from a perspective of how you can help a customer buy the best solution to their problem. How's that? Yes, I love the word solution. And uh, if you start with identifying with the customer what it is that they want to create in their, in their system based on the problems that they have identified to you, then you can't miss. So find a problem, explain what caused it, explain the consequence, and ask if they would like to have that solved in their new system. And you'll come up with a pretty good short list of things that they would like to see in a new system. And that determines what you're going to offer. Yeah. So let's assume that this happens. Um, they like the solution. They like what you're doing and you've gone through everything. You've built the trust. You've sold, you know, you, you basically, they know who you are. They're comfortable with who you are. They trust who you are. They're comfortable with your company being able to do the job right the first time. And then we're, we get down to the bottom of it and find out that they can't afford it and you've wasted your time. So how do we prevent that? Well, you can prevent it by offering your customer choices at different levels of investment. And the four choices start with the best possible solution without a budget in mind, just so we can make sure they have all the information they could possibly want. And then the bottom of four choices would be the first level of upgrade from what they currently have. So if we put numbers on these, the top choice might be in the high 20s. The bottom choice might be right around our current average at 12 or 13,000. And then two in the middle that would have varying degrees of solutions included based on just what makes sense logically, what we would include in the best and step down to the bottom choice. It's interesting because the, a lot of times 
when people say that they're interested in geothermal, the, the dispatcher says, you know, that's really great. How did you find out about it? And they find out a little bit about how they did the research and and then they say to them, they give them a price. Well, geothermal is generally, you know, thirty-five to seventy-five thousand dollars. Were you planning on spending that much? And either they're going to go yes or oh my gosh, no. Um, you know, and then we, then you go down from there. So it's almost like you know, not wasting and quote unquote a visit to the customer if they have an unrealistic expectation of how much they're going to invest. Yeah, makes sense. So you know, CSRs. If they're coached correctly, can can get can engage with the customer so that you know that somebody's not wasting your time or their time thinking they're going to get a system for two grand or three grand like it was when they bought it 20 years ago. I think I looked up something from like 1993 or four, and the system was like four grand. I mean, come on, it's not that way anymore. No, it isn't. You know, I have a response. Let's see if I can conjure it up here that might work uh, for your listeners. So when somebody says, well, how much is a system? Then you can sometimes actually very often help the customer um, with an answer that doesn't include a number with something like this. Well, you know, there are lots of different types of systems, actually, and there, and we have found that customers uh, decide how much they want to invest based on a lot of different things. And so what we'll do is our comfort advisor will come out, he'll survey your home, he'll take lots of measurements, he'll ask you lots of questions, and then he'll show you a menu of things, and you can kind of pick, just imagine you're at a restaurant and there's a dinner for $100 and there's a very good dinner for 25 and that's kind of like this what this will be like if that sounds okay to you then we can schedule you for next Tuesday at 3 or Friday at 11 what would you like to, which of those choices would be best for you yeah sometimes that works yeah yeah and another thing i think and you tell me might work is if they've you know if they've ever bought air conditioning or heating, whichever, you know, you are a whole system before. And they say, yes, how long ago was it? Yeah. <laughs> and it was 1992. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, yeah, that's a good point, very good point. Yeah, because they have the same expectations that everything's going to be the same as it was 20 years ago, we have to burst their bubble. Technicians are the ones who have to struggle with this the most, I think, because really? yeah. ask, you know, just give me a ballpark and the, they like the technician and the technician has been calling on them. It's pretty tough for those fellows and gals to deal with that, but they, they do, they figure it out. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because I think the, the homeowner has the trust with them more, you know, and, and a lot of times has had it for many years. And so they're going to believe them if they say it's going to be 12,000 on average. You know, it's not like a comfort advisor coming in going, all right, it's going to be, you know, somewhere between 28 and 12, you know, it's, there's less trust there, I think, at least in the beginning. Yeah, there is. You know, here's another analogy just came to mind uh, that works, especially these days. Um, if somebody has a truck or a, you know, a fairly late model vehicle, then they can just point to that and say, oh, I'll take a, a, a Dodge Ram truck, which is what I drive. 
And so um, if you've looked, at, have you looked, by chance looked at trucks recently and seen how much they are? Yeah, um, 75 grand, 90,000. Yeah. No, you can, you can go $100,000 on a truck if you want. 100. It's crazy. 100. It is. But you can also get a good truck for in the mid 30s, right? And so that is a nice way for technicians to somehow say, this is, we'll give you a choice. They'll do a survey. They'll give you lots of information and you get to pick the one that you think is best for you. Yeah. So, all right. Final thoughts, wrapping up these two podcasts. So the, pro the best uh, answer for wrapping these things up would be to encourage everybody to think about their process and not jump into the selling of the product or, or any type of selling prematurely. So establish rapport, build trust, connect with the customer. When you get at the kitchen table, have all your tools ready. Be prepared to do a load calc. Be prepared to summarize the customer's problems. Be prepared to possibly project some energy savings for them if they've shown that interest. And have your company presentation queued up. A PowerPoint presentation is the most effective. You have to practice it and deliver it in under five minutes. So at the kitchen table, then you're going to explain what the problems are and confirm those are something that they wanted to solve. You'll present your company and then you'll have software that can show four solutions and don't be afraid to show them the best possible solution without regard to budget. One that will fit into their anybody's budget these days and then two in the middle and just practice how you present and make sure the most important thing, make sure number one is be comfortable asking for the sale. Feel that you've earned the right to ask for the sale. And if you follow that process, you will have earned the right. Absolutely. So Tom, thank you very much for being with me. Website one last time. Sellingtrust.com. Thank you so much. Been a pleasure. Thank you, Ruth. All right. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in, this, in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email Ruth King at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.